Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey everyone and welcome back to Mama's Mission. I'm your host Deb and today I'm going to unpack for you how I discovered my mission or as some other people may like to call it, your calling. Um, Before I crack into it, just to fill you in, I have about an hour before I've got to nip out to get a haircut and no daughter. My goodness, people, I have awesome friends because they've offered to take Kenzie for the day to have fun playing with the horses, riding, plodding about on the farm. It's so awesome. So yeah, she's being entertained by her friends and my friends, which is an awesome thing. So yeah, I'm taking the time to be productive and get another podcast episode recorded and hopefully you're not put off too much by my voice because I'm battling a cold that my lovely daughter I think has passed on to me and my body's trying to fight it. Anywho, back to the episode. My goal today is not to share a huge story about how I discovered my calling, although in all honesty that's going to be a huge chunk of it. I also want to equip you with a method that could help you discover your mission or your calling too. Before I start, I want to thank you so much for listening today. If you're anything like me, you'll be multitasking, so you'll totally be doing something at the same time as listening. But either way, I want you to know that I really, really appreciate you. I think it's important to know that even though I feel my mission is what God has put, he's obviously put this on my heart to disciple my daughter. I believe that as mamas, it should be part of your mission to disciple your kids into a loving and real relationship with him too. I don't think though that that is necessarily going to be your sole mission in life. Um, It could be like mine, but I think there's more to it. I'm just saying that we all as Christians have God's put us on earth to all to do the same thing, but he I believe that he's given each and every one of us an individual mission on top of that that only we can fulfill for him. But I'm going to go into that a little bit later after I share my journey to how I received my mission or my calling. So without further ado, let's crack into it. So as I was saying just a little bit earlier, I believe we've all got a calling. I believe that you were placed on this earth with something that God wants you to achieve that only you can achieve for his kingdom. Nobody else can. Um, And I believe that it's super duper important that we get a real firm understanding of what this is, probably a lot sooner than what I did because I probably received mine a couple of years ago. So into my early 30s and to be perfectly honest with you, I wish and I hope for my daughter that even as early as like 13 that she knows her calling and she can step into it because it 
just gives so much purpose to life. I've always known that we have a specific calling, but I really didn't know go know how to go about discovering what my calling was. I remember seeing people walking in their calling or their mission and just, you know, moving with such purpose and intent and in all honesty, I was quite envious of them because at that stage I was moving in a passion which was teaching teaching kids and I really really enjoyed it and I knew God had given me specific gifts to teach and teach the way that I did but I knew that it wasn't specifically my calling there was more to it than that and yeah I remember thinking oh how come they've how come they've got such a great idea of where they're going and I don't and I think the reason really was that I just wasn't getting intentional about it. I was thinking that it was important, but I wasn't making time to actually investigate and to learn what my calling was. And I think the really important thing there is you need to actually put the time aside to hear from God. I kind of thought he, like in a perfect world, wouldn't it be great if he just dropped on my lap and I thought, wow, that's totally what he's put me here for. And don't get me wrong, that could be the case for some people. It wasn't the story for me. I actually had to put that time aside with him and get intentional. So anyway, I thought, I, I knew I needed to figure it out and I started to make a little bit of headway into looking into how I found out my calling just by a bit of Google research, looking on blogs here and there. And I put it on the to-do pile, but in all reality, less important things became more important than that thing. And day-to-day life just got away with me and I just never got around to it. So we were at a life group and we watched this video that really challenged me. And in the video, it was God interviewing about five different people on on judgment day and he went through and just said you know what did you do for me and the first four people had done amazing things for God they had saved like brought heaps of people to the Lord they'd given and raised heaps of money for the kingdom and they thought you know I'm really happy with what I had done and God said you know you you did a good job like don't get me wrong but you didn't know what your calling was and You didn't step into your calling like I wanted you to. So you could have actually done a lot more. And he was almost in a way slightly disappointed with them. And it went through that with the four people. And I thought, oh my goodness, like this sucks. Like these people have done way more than what I ever have. And God was kind of like, well, it could have been better. Anyway, um... He came to the last woman to interview and he said, you know, what did you do for my kingdom? And she was really honest with him and just said, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, God, I really don't think I did that much. You know, I didn't save heaps of souls. I didn't raise a lot of money for your kingdom. Like I just did what I did. Like I really felt that you'd given me children, three boys, and my job was to be at home with them. So I stayed home with them. I raised them. Um, I did did what I thought you wanted me to do and you know they're walking with you now Lord but you know that's pretty much it and God was 
absolutely stoked with her answer. He said, you know, I'm so proud of you because you moved in your calling. That's exactly what I had written over your life and you walked in it. And in the mundane of life, you still persevered and I'm so proud of you. That really challenged me because I, at that stage, I didn't really know what my calling was. And my thought was, oh my goodness, if I have meet my maker tomorrow and he has words like, what did you do for me? I'm not going to have a whole lot. And I definitely don't know what my calling is. So I couldn't walk out in that. So that, that really um, got me thinking. Anyway, during that time, it was probably about another six months between this time that time and heading overseas uh, we went to the states to visit my sister and her husband who is from America and their three boys so we had Christmas with them and all throughout that time God had gently been probing me like hey Deb I really want you to look into calling you know you've been put on this earth for a reason I really want you to find out what it is and I yeah so anyway we go to the states and one night God wouldn't let me get to sleep which is not a common thing for me I am a pretty decent sleeper heck I've even slept through a what like six point something earthquake um so yeah I'm pretty a pretty sound sleeper but when I can't get to sleep and I'm just lying there trying to count sheep or whatever you do I knew it's usually God has something on his heart and he wants to share it with me. So I got my Bible, got my pen and my journal and went to the bathroom. And you're probably thinking, the bathroom? Like what? Why are you there? Well, there was nowhere else in the house to go. I didn't want to go into the lounge or the living area. That's where my daughter was sleeping and I didn't want to wake anyone else. So the bathroom it was. So I propped my Bible and my journal and pen on the toilet, the closed toilet lid, and sat on the floor ready to hear what God had to say. I knew that the conversation he was going to have with me was going to be about my calling. So I sat there in expectation and all I said to him was, what do you actually want me to do? What have you put me here for? And I found that Often when I have these mind-blowing, like, awesome revelations from God, it is usually, a, for me anyway, going through a process, spending some time, putting that time aside to actually be really intentional to hear from him and just asking that blunt question, what is it? So I did that and I got led me into certain scriptures in the word, went to the concordance, looking up things like my calling and things like that. And he was toing and froing, like we were going all over the show in the Bible. And in between reading scriptures, he we were journaling. And the way I journal with the Lord is I open my journal, I start writing what God wants to say to me. Sometimes he downloads like loads of like huge nuggets, like big wisdom. Other times it's just a simple line of I love you or other times not that much. But anywho, I was going in journaling, getting quite a bit out of it, like unpacking the scripture that he was giving me. 
And then he led me to one piece of scripture in Deuteronomy and it just made sense. And this is the scripture that comes up a whole bunch. I'll refer to it um, soon in the episode. But yeah, I just thought this is it. Like this is totally what you want me to do. You want me to disciple our daughter. And I really felt like, yeah, okay, this is it. And then he didn't just stop there. He said, oh, no, hun, I want you to disciple Kenzie, my daughter, but I want you to go that step further. And I want you to actually encourage and inspire parents to do the same thing. And I see this as a big thing. Like This is going to go places. And I thought, whoa, 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 back the truck up. Um, I can totally disciple my daughter. I mean, okay, at times it's going to be the blind leading the blind, but I'm I can I can do this with you. But really, like inspiring and equipping other parents to do the same, that just seemed a little far fetched for me. Even though I'm a teacher, I still I don't know, and I've been walking with the Lord for a long time. I still felt like no, well, no, that's way out of my depth. I can't do that. And I think from what I've actually discovered is that if he gives you something like that, that you think, no way can I do that. There's no way that I would be able to achieve that without you, meaning without God. That's when you know that you're onto something. And so I went with it. I would love to say that I started discipling our daughter the next day. Well, intentionally discipling her. But that it wasn't the case, um, and I would, you know, he gave God gave me the big picture, the big vision, and I would love to say, like the next day, oh, I went out and wrote a course on how to disciple your children, and you know, it was hugely successful. That wasn't the case either, and God knows that I would like to know the big picture. I'm that's just the way that I'm wired, but. I went into discipling our daughter and he was just kind of like, whoa, hold up, Deb. You just need to learn a bit first. You're not going to be able to teach anything until you've actually got this understanding. So for ages, I think that was two years ago almost, that we went to the States and I got my revelation that all this time he's been teaching me on what it actually looks like to disciple our daughter. I've been unpacking it, um, implementing things like devotionals, reading the Bible, praying with her, worshipping with her, what it, having these conversations with her and really unpacking what this actually means to the point where now, here we are two years later and I feel semi-equipped to have a podcast going into it a bit more. So yeah, he it's all in his time baby steps but yeah I love that he gave me the big the big vision and then we walked into it slowly but surely about um oh yeah so that's what I was saying about a year and a half later I sought the Lord for what to do during this time and he was just he just kept saying to me I just want you to learn more like I want you to be be obedient to what I'm calling you to do and that's why I you know, I could totally be working this year and God's asked me to not and to just stay home with our daughter and to homeschool her and educate her more in learning about him and learning to love him. And that's predominantly what a whole bunch of our homeschool is about. 
It's important to note that I am still and forever will be a learner. I am not in any means an expert on discipling our daughter. Heck, people, I've only got the one child. Um, You may not already know, but we were told that having children wouldn't necessarily be a possibility for us. So, yeah, I'm praying, God willing, that we will have another child. But at the moment, I only have one. And she's, you know, she's super special. But I'm only discipling the one. It's a whole lot different when you throw other personalities into the mix. So I'm learning as I go. And I'm constantly learning from my daughter too. So, which is a really cool thing. Everyone's going to discover their mission in a different way. Like just earlier in the episode I mentioned, it could just fall in your lap and you could go, oh, like this is it. This is totally what God wants me to do. It may be a process for you. I know that I'm pretty stubborn. Um, Hopefully my husband's not listening, but I am stubborn. It takes me sometimes a while to click on to the whole aim of the game. And when I think I've got a better idea, which half the time is the case with me and God, I'll go with my way and eventually he'll gently steer me back his way to go, can, you know, now we've tried your way. It didn't really go that well as I knew it wouldn't. How about we do it my way instead? Which that's just the way it works. So it did take some time for me to get my purpose. One way that could help you if you're in the situation I was in earlier where you know that you've got a calling, you just don't necessarily know how to go about getting it. I came upon this course um, in the Messenger app by John Bevere and it was called Called. I'll link that in the description. The It was like a, what would it be, about 10, 10 episodes in the course and it just was amazing pack full of scripture, unpacking the fact that we've all got a calling that only we can fulfill. And it was amazing. I already, I watched it anyway, thinking that I could get a little bit more of, you know, understanding of my calling because I already had my calling then. But seriously, if I hadn't had my calling or understanding of what it was, that course would have been utter gold. So I really encourage you to look into that. As I mentioned earlier, I believe that our children are gifted to us from God and we're designed to lead them into a loving relationship with him. That's the aim of the game. Like as a parent, I always knew that that's what I wanted. I mean, obviously we want a lot more for our kids as well, but this was top priority for me. I really want my daughter to know and love God because I reckon that if she's got that a firm foundation in who she is, who she's loved by, and she loves God, that that's going to impact all realms of her life, hopefully in a positive way. I'm going back to that, the verse that was my aha moment was Deuteronomy 6 verses 4 to 7. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. And another piece of scripture that was key is Ephesians 6 verse 4, which tells fathers, I'm included in that being a mama, 
to bring their children up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. Also in Proverbs 22 verse 6, it says to train up a child in the way he should go. We know, if you listened to my last episode, that that we are called to do this as parents. I don't believe that this is your main calling. This is my main calling, but I don't believe necessarily that this is your main calling. I just believe that this is part of it. And you need to kind of be a little bit intentional about this. So to recap, I discovered my calling by actually setting some time aside to hear from God, to actually get intentional. Take some time, put distractions aside. I know that half of us seem to have our phones attached to our body in some way. Put it aside, get rid of it, and actually ask the Lord, what do you want me to do here for you? Get your Bible out, get a journal, pen, and listen to what God has to say. He may download tons the first time, and or he may be wanting you to be quiet and be still with him over a period of time. I don't know, it's different for every person. I think you need to look up scripture about what God is chatting to you about and ultimately the key thing is pray. So you've made it through. Thank you so much for listening. I am ready to sign out now because, yeah, way too much information, but my nose is running hard out because this cold is, yeah, coming for me. So anyway, thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. That does it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mama's Mission. And if you like what you heard, it would be awesome if you gave us a review. Catch you next week.